Never before has the world been more collectively shaken, yet also strangely interconnected by a virus. We are living in the time of COVID-19, the pandemic that has brought nations to a complete standstill. As adults, we are experiencing a range of emotions as we grapple with how to do life under unusual circumstances. And then there are millions of children looking to the caregivers and adults around them for protection and guidance in these uncertain times. Welcome to Children at Heart, the UNICEF South Africa podcast. Thank you for joining us on our pilot episode, recorded during a time of national lockdown. This podcast series will focus on some of the big issues pertaining to the rights and protection of children. And over the next few episodes, those that are directly impacted by the coronavirus. Even though this pandemic does not appear fatal towards children, although they are able to get and transmit the disease, children remain vulnerable, open to all sorts of risks, exploitation and abuse. In this episode, we speak to Micah Heibrecht, Chief of Social Policy and Child Protection for UNICEF South Africa. So basically, UNICEF works with governments around the world and civil society partners, representatives from the media, from the corporate world, to make sure that every child is safe, loved and cared for, protected and empowered throughout the life cycle, to make sure that their social and economic rights are met. We also speak to Dr. Garth Jaffet, founder of Soul City Institute for Health and Development Communication and CEO of Heartlines, the Center for Values Promotion. So we've also got to teach our children not to touch their faces, uh, to wash their hands and so on. We've got to change our behavior. This episode is Caring for Every Child in a Time of COVID-19. A lot can happen in 20 seconds. You can pay for groceries, text a loved one, touch up your hair, or you can stop a global pandemic. Washing your hands thoroughly with soap and water for 20 seconds can stop the spread of the coronavirus. Make your 20 seconds count and help save lives. UNICEF for every child. Hello, Micah, and welcome to Children at Heart podcast. Thank you for having me on the show. I know that um, we find ourselves in a very precarious position now as the world with COVID-19 and the coronavirus. And I know from you and the team that you guys have been working around the clock now that this virus has changed the way that the world looks and that the way we do life. Can you tell us a bit more about um, this pandemic and what UNICEF in particular wants people to know about this pandemic and how it's impacting the lives of children? It is important that we understand how it works and to follow the clear instructions from the president and the government departments during this time of the lockdown period. And during this time that we are trying to get the curve of new infections down. So it is very important that the virus doesn't spread and that we keep the number of people becoming infected down. And so what we really want to reiterate and share with the public that it's very important to wash your hands frequently before and after going to the bathroom, before and after eating food, before and after shopping, 
before and after, you know, any any kind of touching materials like computers and handheld devices, etc., etc. It's very important not to greet through hugs and handshakes, but really look at alternative ways of greeting. And while doing so, keep a social distance at this time that the virus is a, a, a predominant around in society. So you keep one and a half meter in between yourself and other people, preferably two meters. Um, and that you greet through a blessings by putting the hand together or not of the head. Um, and that when you need to cough or sneeze, that you do it in a tissue or in your elbow, but make sure nobody else can become affected by the fact that you might want to sneeze or cough. Dr. Garth Jaffet is part of a crisis response team in the Western Cape. The first recorded South African coronavirus fatality is from that province. So his sense of urgency around stopping the spread of this virus is understandable. Dr. Goth, what are some of the, the key things that we need to be aware of? What can we never hear enough of in stopping the spread of this pandemic? So the two things you cannot hear enough of is, number one, until you have washed your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds and properly, not just a little bit of dabbling, but real scrubbing of your hands, do not touch your face. The second thing is, if you have been out or in contact with anybody else, make sure that your cell phone has been cleaned. And you can do that either with a bit of sanitizer, if you have it, or with a little bit of a damp cloth and soap and water. But consider your cell phone as your third hand. Those are the key things that are going to prevent us getting this virus. The other thing is, if somebody is in your family or near you um, that has a cough or is potentially got the virus, is that we need to stay at least uh, one and a half to two meters away from that person. Because if they cough uh, and droplets from them somehow get to your mouth or your nose or your eyes, that is another way we can be infected. Social distancing, one of the trending phrases in 2020, is somewhat of a foreign concept in Africa. In fact, it's considered countercultural to not extend a handshake or receive a hug from a relative. If this is one of our safe bets against spreading this disease, how can we play it safe yet not lose our sense of Ubuntu, our interconnectedness to one another? The reality is that we've got to admit it is exceptionally hard, um, particularly you know, in crowded living conditions of which many of our people do live. Yes. I think in those circumstances, we've got to just remember that this virus uh, transmits through the mouth, the nose and the eyes. And so that is why you're seeing people uh, touching feet rather than or elbows rather than shaking hands. Um, you know, the thing we've got to try and do is, is that we have got to do what we can. So in your own circumstances, if it's not possible not to be in physical contact, then try not to touch your face. Try not to, you know, at this time, try not to hug other people. Yes, yes. Um, all of these things are going to help. And the reason we're doing all these things is that we're only beginning to see the effects of this, is that it 
if we don't, as a population, do these things, we are going to completely overwhelm our health services. And they will, you know, not be available to anyone with any sort of problem if, if we don't. It's, it's like um, we just want a little hole in the bucket so that there are drips of, of infected people coming into the system. If we, if we pour the whole bucket at one time onto the system, it is going to drown. Mm. Uh, and that is why what we're trying to do now is to slow the, the spread of this virus to a drip and not a torrent, um, which could happen if we don't do these things. It's in order to avoid that torrent on our healthcare system that a national lockdown has been imposed. Life under lockdown may be a necessary measure, but it's a hard pill to swallow. And it also opens children up to other threats, such as domestic abuse or online bullying. At this moment in time, when children have more time to be exposed to the internet, the internet and social media provides opportunities for learning and access to information. But we all know that also a lot of harmful material are posted through these mediums of the internet, like pornography and child sexual abuse materials. So it's very important for parents to follow their children's online activities and keep them safe from harm during this time that they might navigate more. Don't expose your children to violent films on TV or any harmful materials on social media and the internet. It's very important that when people are stressed, which is possible because all of a sudden we live on top of one another, yes. we are not supposed yes. to work outside the house. Maybe we live in cramped conditions and don't have much space for uh, walking outdoors in a garden or, or so on. So it's important to avoid stress, distress, abuse or violence. So this is an opportunity to wind down, rest up, reflect and enjoy quality interaction and time within the families. So another advice that we have is don't watch too much of the news if it brings you anxiety, mm, but try to play one. games together and read books and do daily exercise. Now it's the time to spread kindness and look after oneself and others you love by talking to them regularly and contacting and stay in touch. <laughs> Washing your hands with soap and water and not touching your face with unclean hands are some of the ways that we can stop the spread of the coronavirus. But thousands of children don't have access to clean running water. You can help UNICEF build hand-washing stations in informal settlements. Because little hands also matter in stopping this virus. Donate now at help.unicef.org. Spreading kindness at a time like this is exactly what the world needs. But dealing with a novel disease requires a novel approach to caring for children. Suddenly the daily routines look different. Movement has been restricted but kids' energy levels remain on high. Life feels strange and we're all needing to figure it out as we go along. Now more than ever, we need to work together to spread that kindness to make sure we leave no child behind. So now, from a crisis comes an opportunity. And it is very important 
to enjoy this time with your loved ones in the homes and to create a rhythm and a schedule throughout the day as families with loved ones to have a morning breakfast, talk to one another about how you feel, set up a schedule, uh, agree who's going to do what, um, have a a healthy diet. You know, it is important to eat vegetables and fruits, lots of vitamins to boost the immune system and to set Set up for the children a home reading and learning schedule, and radio programs, um, online learning, or learning through through phone programs that are um, being provided through the Department of Education. It takes, uh, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. It also takes a village to help you change your behaviour. Is that the we've got to help each other. Um, on average, they say that a person, without realizing it, touches your face up to 30 times an hour. Mm. Um, and we don't realize we're doing it. So we need the people around us to also help us uh, with our behaviors. You know, if, if my children or my wife uh, says to me, you know, you, you've just touched your face, I often don't even know I've done it. Um, yes. So yes. I think we've got to help each other to change our behavior. And the best way it is for others around us to, to, you know, for us to be really working together to, to change the way in which we do things. Life under COVID-19 is by no means life as usual. While we might be overwhelmed by what we are facing, we dare not lose hope. Just as it takes a village to raise and save a child, It takes a society to overcome this pandemic together. And we can and we should do this for each other and for every child. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Children at Heart. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you listen. Over the next few episodes, we'll cover various issues around how COVID-19 is impacting the lives of children and families. To stay connected, visit unicef.org or follow UNICEF on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram.